Hi there, and thank you for tuning in to The Social Circus, where every week we dive into a variety of topics covering social media, mindset, and how to run your business. I hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Social Circus. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by the fabulous Ellie Swift. Welcome, Ellie. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like we've been talking for an hour already. We kind of have. <laughs> we, we kind of have and we decided if we didn't press a start and record, we would use all the juicy stuff before we got started. So for those of you who don't know who Ellie is, um, I was going to read her bio, but she's way more exciting than that. So Ellie, I'm going to let you introduce yourself if that's okay. <laughs> I love that you said my bio was full of very, what did you say, formal and fancy or something like, okay, I wonder whether I need the really colloquial version as well. (laughs) Um, So thank you. I am a business coach and mastermind mentor. I work with incredible coaches, creators, and consultants who are building uh, sustainable, profitable, abundant businesses. I have been in business for, I I literally posted today, this will be a colloquial story for you. I literally posted today uh, over on Facebook that my toxic trait is not actually knowing how long I've been in business for and saying a different timeline, (laughs) (laughs) saying a different timeline on every single podcast interview. And then I had a friend who's a past colleague reply to me and she was like, it's six years. So I've been in business for six years. Um, (laughs) Or you can just go, I, cause I can't remember, I think I'm 13, but I always go over 10 (laughs) Yeah, love it. Love it. Okay, great. Good strategy. Thank you. I'm going to take that. Um, and I I created a really incredible business. I started um, working one-to-one with clients. And then from there, I evolved my business to work with clients through masterminds. Um, so I started running a mastermind. And then that mastermind turned into three masterminds over time. And I know we might talk a little bit more about that today. Um, yeah. But essentially, went ahead and created a business model that I hadn't seen done before, which uh, works really, really well for me. And I absolutely love, so happy to obviously dive deeper into that as well. Amazing. So my first question I always ask my guests, Ellie, is what was your motivational, inspirational, why did you start your own business? Well, I was working in corporate, so I worked in agency. I know very similarly to you, Sarah, and I was doing work that I loved. So I always knew that I wanted to work in marketing and communications. I pictured myself doing that work, (laughs) but I had the dream of working in corporate. You know, I pictured myself like doddering around the office in high heels and being that really important, fancy person in the corporate world. And then I got I that and that. I realized, <laughs> right, you know, we've watched too many episodes of Sex and the City. Um, and then I got that and I realized that I was incredibly dissatisfied in that role. I, I loved marketing. I My final role before I transitioned into my business was as head of strategy. And I loved that role. I loved the, the women that I was uh, mentoring within my team, but I didn't love that I was working with companies where you know, I was working with people with big egos who had really different values to me a lot of the time outside of, um, you know, my boss and team I loved, but outside of that, the clients I was working with, I was hitting my head to the pillow every night, feeling dissatisfied. And like, I just wasn't doing anything constructive in the world. It was around that time that I started seeing people in the online space who were coaching other people around their life. And I remember thinking, that's a job that I can do. Like I can actually coach somebody and support them to live a really fulfilling life. That sounds amazing. And like something that I was put on this earth to do. Um, so I went and studied life coaching at the beautiful you coaching Academy, thinking that I would just do life coaching on the side. Cause I thought marketing Aww. my day job, <laughs> I'm going to coach people on the side. I'm going to be so fulfilled. Right. 
And I studied life coaching and that's such a huge part of the way in which I work because I do a lot of very mindset heavy support with my clients. Um, And I went and studied that and then started doing life coaching on the side. And of course, because I had this business experience at that point, it was, you know, 10 years business experience in agency through London, Sydney and Perth. I was getting a lot of requests for business support as well. Mm-hmm. That grew very quickly. And I like to add the caveat here that it grew quickly because of my experience prior. Yes. Um, and because of that, I had to make a decision, leave the corporate job, transition across into the business with very little money at the time, knowing that I was going to build it up. Um, and that's Amazing. what I did. Um, and the business grew quickly again, because I had all that experience and was a natural marketer. So I had that, you know, skill set that I knew how to grow and leverage myself quickly. Um, and, and that was it. No regrets. Not oh, can one. I just say that is so in alignment with your humility that you thought you would just be a life coach. <laughs> Because <laughs> you have all these amazing skills to share with the world that we all now get to see. But it's oh, that is you. so in line with who you are as a very humble human being to kind of go, oh, I just thought I would do that. And it's like, oh, come on. You can't really think oh, that would be enough. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. It's funny Pleasure. how you just, you kind of, when you're, when you're in corporate, um, I, I do think it's probably a sign of my mindset at the time. You know, you, you don't realize the potential and possibility until you transition into your business. I I never knew that I could run, you know, a, a seven-figure business. Like I just never, ever thought that that would be possible for me. No, because our, our big dream is just the next promotion, isn't it, when we're in corporate? So yes. I can get to that person. And then you look at it and you get there and you're like, oh, is this, this is it? Oh, no, I, I resonate with so much of that. So we won't dive into corporate today because we could talk all day yes. about that. But let's talk about your phenomenal mastermind. And I wanted to all my listeners to know um ellie has a stellar reputation in this space because as, as someone at myself we live in the same town in perth and um online spaces and coaches and corporate coaching and and all of that is where we hear about other coaches all the time and ellie would be one of the exceptions that i've never heard a bad word said about her or her mastermind oh. and so um which i think you should be incredibly proud of the value that you obviously give your students you. but tell us how because the mastermind something that obviously evolved really quickly from i imagine massive demand on your coaching yeah. So thank you. That is just really kind. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, so I was working one-to-one with clients and I did that classic thing where I, I kept saying, yes, you know, how is this possible that I've got this six-figure business and all these clients want to work with me? I must keep saying yes, because what if it all goes away? And really got to that point where I had a wait list. I couldn't serve clients quick enough. I remember at my worst working with like eight clients in a day, which now is just wild to me that I could ever support that many clients in a day. I don't know how I had the energy to do that. Um, And I had a big wait list and knew I needed to make a change um, and really loved the idea of running a mastermind. It was a very conscious decision for me. I'd, I'd done a lot of research into obviously different business models. And for me, the reason why I chose going into a mastermind or creating a mastermind was I love high touch coaching. I think that I support people best in that way, um, Mm -hmm. because I go very deep with them. And it also combines a lot of that mindset work as well. Um, And so I started a mastermind, uh, sold out that mastermind, uh, had 20 people in the first round. And then, you know, just naturally, it started to take on a life of its own. So 
the first round started or came was coming to an end and I had people saying what's next I was like great question what's next <laughs> I need to work that out <laughs> exactly and there's a lesson in that isn't there you know that the the best businesses are the ones that are often so client-led in that our entire job is to solve problems for people mm-hmm. and I think that part of the reason the business has been so successful is because whilst I've always stayed true to what feels true for me in terms of how I want to work, I've been very, very conscious of what do my clients want next and how can I solve that problem for them? And so I then started a second mastermind tier, which was called mm-hmm. and still is Swift Inner Circle. Um, and then was running that for about 18 months before I realized that I needed to add in a third. There was a gap in the middle and I added in that third mastermind. So the, you the have model three levels of a mastermind flow. and do they, yes. do people move through those levels? They do. And it's, there's an element of gamification in it as well in that. So I've got it tiered to income level. Um, and so of course the incentive is as they grow in their business, they get to grow through the tiers, but it's also, there's that extra level of gamification where people go, oh, I want to be in the next level of the mastermind, which works so well. So it's very mutually beneficial because I like supporting people long-term. So I've got clients that are coming into their fifth year with me and having been in business for six years, that just feels so, so good. Um, So I love working with people long-term because I, I believe that that's where we get to do some of our best work because I know them intimately. I know their patterns. I know their self-sabotaging behaviors. I know their edges, um, which is a lot of that mindset work of helping them grow and and scale. Mm -hmm. Um, And so over time, look, I, I will, it will ebb and change. I'm, I'm right now I'm in the midst of looking at um, another evolution of it, of what that's going to be. And there will be a change on the horizon. Um, but that in terms of that model itself, it's the benefit of it really, in that I can scale it up and down through different seasons. Um, and it really supports me and my clients. I love that. And I love that you've obviously, um, like I said, you're so well known for your mastermind and everyone kind of talks about it and raves about it. And so you have created what most of us as coaches, to me, you have the dream of what we all want is this really vibrant group of fans. And so on the back of that, <laughs> segueing nicely. So lovely to hear. <laughs> you now teach us coaches how to create our own mastermind, don't you? Yes, I do. I do. So yes, I've got a program called the Mastermind Model, um, which I was sitting on the beach last year and had this thought of why is no one teaching anyone how to create masterminds? Um, And it was like a light bulb moment of, uh, Dirk, it's you're meant to be that person. <laughs> so that's how the mastermind model came to be. So within that program, I teach people how to create, sell and deliver um, masterminds. And that deliver piece felt really important for me, especially at a time in the online space where I think people are really starting to realize at this point that if they do want to continue to build successful businesses in any market, that that delivery piece is so important. And I'm really, really glad that people are seeing that right now, because of course, Mm -hmm. it's the thing that's going to just elevate, elevate the level of expertise and, you know, follow through in the industry. Amazing. Now we were, we were, when we were chatting before we hit record, um, I was saying to you that I didn't believe, or I wasn't sure because I spend so much time in the online space like you, that anyone else is teaching us how to run a, or how to, how to do anything around a mastermind. There's like very little information out there, isn't there? 
There is. And I mean, look, I haven't, I haven't gone crazy down the rabbit hole. My market research when I'm creating a program is I'll kind of see what I want. I did basic Googling, didn't see anyone doing the same type of thing. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to go further than this because I know this is my program. So I'm sure there, you know, there are some maybe programs. But I, I've um, never seen it. It's never crossed my path. So if there is, neither, and certainly not Ellie's. So <laughs> Right. Well, neither is anyone I've ever spoken to. And you know what? If you're listening to this episode and you find an amazing one, don't tell me. I just don't need to know at this point. <laughs> um, but what I can tell you is uh, do we, creating the mastermind model has just been something I didn't anticipate was going to be a next step in the business, but I'm so glad I have. It's been blood, sweat, and tears to put basically everything that I do every day and have done for the last four years into a program. Um, and it's been so well received by people who are starting masterminds through to people that I have looked up to that are seven and eight figure business owners, which I really didn't expect, um, mm. who've also joined and participated in the program. So um, it's been incredible. And that, that doesn't surprise me at all because I have to share, I've got a mastermind and I'm so want to come and do your program. Um, and when yes. I was doing my research last year on it, because um, I was looking like, how does one run a mastermind? Like I had an idea and I've been in a mastermind. So I kind of thought I understood it and I could yeah. find nothing. Um, mm. I found like one podcast episode that talked about why you should be in a mastermind. And that's basically all yes. I found. So I've done a fair bit of research for you as well because I yes. wanted to learn it. And um, <laughs> I then got my um, assistant, I said to her, here's five masterminds. One of them was yours. And I said, can you go and look at their sales pages and tell me what they all offer? Because I reckon mm. if we kind of look at what they're all offering and we can work, I can work out what what feels right for me and my audience. That's what I did. And so if I had had your course, <laughs> it would have been super yes. helpful. So I'm not, I'm not even remotely surprised that you had such an amazing launch of the mastermind method because it, there is a massive gap in the market there. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I love that so much. And, you know, <laughs> smart market research tip as well. So smart. Yes. Oh yes. Always look at, um, because and what I found is that people do, people do what really lands for them. And I kind of went, oh, that, I, that wouldn't be authentic if I tried to deliver that. So it is good to yes. kind of know what you're looking at and what feels right for you, but I'm sure you teach that a lot better. So um, I, I'm I excited that you have this program out. So on the back of um, now teaching people how to deliver masterminds, which I think is really exciting, um, that will be an evergreen product. So if you're listening to this, you can come and buy it as an evergreen product on your website. Yes, exactly. So elliswift.com forward slash the mastermind model. Oh, exciting. And um, from your perspective, it, what is your hope for what will be next for people when they do that? Like, what do you hope that they'll get from it? Yeah, so... I want it to be an experience where people have the opportunity to really back themselves in what they're creating. I think when people are creating masterminds, what they do tend to do is exactly what you spoke to before. We start with that market research piece and go, what are other people offering in the space? Whereas the approach that I recommend is that you start a little bit more internal by looking at all the ways that you're already really unique and then creating a mastermind based on that. Because when you do that, what I find is that it then becomes this experience that is so much easier to sell because you've created something that is so incredibly unique to you. And I'm sure being the marketing pro that you are, you do that <laughs> as part of your, your work as well. Um, but creating something really unique that then becomes easier to sell and also knowing exactly what delivery looks like and having the templates, the processes, the tools, the systems to help you to deliver it, because that can also feel really overwhelming if you're 
especially if you're starting on for the first time, or if you've got a mastermind and you're wanting to look at how you can retain more, our retention rate sits at about 50% plus. Um, and we've got both delivery methods and strategies in sales that uh, we use to, to retain in that way. So I teach all of those um, in that. So basically to help you create an incredible mastermind experience that you can grow and deliver for years and years. Amazing. And from a um, from a business perspective, the mastermind is really um, it's a really beautiful way in which you can leverage your coaching and your skills and really have a bigger impact. Which is one of the things I really like. And then there's the magic that happens in the group, isn't there, with people getting those connections and that collaboration. Which I always find it's almost and I find this whenever I'm doing live delivery, it's almost hard to articulate it in in a sales page of the magic that happens in a group. And I don't even know if there's a better way because you can't guarantee it either because someone might get in and not get on with anyone, but. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I, if I'm so honest and vulnerable with you, it's the thing I worry about the most because it's yes. the thing we have the least control over. Um, there are some really amazing things you can do to create the environment for yes. collaboration um, and and community and all of those things. You know, it might be as simple as asking specific questions when people start the experience through to ways in which you can um, hold the group calls so that there's opportunity for people to collaborate really well. Um, so I speak a lot about that, but um, I find that when you do and implement some of those things, your chances of community just increases. And Amazing. also having that really circular form of leadership as well, where you're not positioning yourself as being the pro within the space. I often defer to people within my group. You know, if you were in one of my masterminds and someone was talking about Facebook ads, I'd, I'd literally start my reply with, I'm going to throw over to Sarah in just a moment because I know she's going to have like really useful things to add to this. <laughs> From my perspective, this is what I'd recommend, you know. So that type of dynamic in a mastermind is so great because everyone instantly feels like they're leveraged as a leader as well. And then you've got the opportunity to, to be in community rather than it being like, you know, you up here, I'm putting my hand really high versus, you know, everyone else. So yeah, Beautiful. having that kind of collaborative approach works really well. Oh, such good tips. Yes. <laughs> I hope everyone's yes, enjoying this as ahead. much as I am. I feel like I'm getting a private coaching session here. It's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you give so much value to your people. So yeah, um, you. can we talk a little bit about, because you also have a, as well as your fabulous masterminds, plural, and your course to teach us how to have our own fabulous mastermind. You also have a really successful podcast too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I've got a podcast called Shine Online with Ellie Swift. We are... Coming up to our 200th episode, um, wow. I think we're at 160 at the moment, which is wild. Um, so how long have you had your podcast for? What, what um, uh, March 2022. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it goes I mean, really fast, having, doesn't it? It does. And I always say to clients, you know, consistency within podcasting is really something to celebrate because we focus so much on celebrating the outcomes, but mm. to have shown up and delivered a weekly or a bi-weekly or whatever podcast and to be able to hold that consistency is so epic. And it says so much about you as a person and a business owner. Um, so I think we get to be really proud of that. Uh, and and it is, there are moments when you're like, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to show up today. I've got nothing to say. And that's like never true totally. for me. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, 
I hear that. <laughs> I, I also find that there's just so many things you can do to make podcasting so much easier. I outsource everything after I finish speaking, you know, right. and that, <laughs> that's the way we do it, right? Uh, so that's I, I wave a magic wand listening. and it appears on the internet. <laughs> Literally what happens. Um, so if anyone's starting a podcast and you plan on doing it all yourself, don't do that because it will feel so much harder and there are so many more important things for you to be doing in terms of working on your business, outsource the editing, outsource the backend stuff. Um, but yes, love the podcast. We have incredible guests. Um, we need to get you on at some point, Sarah. Um, and yeah, come on over and, and take a listen. I'd love that. Right. Just really quickly before we wrap up, Ellie, because I know from what my podcast has done for my personal brand and for my business, mm. is that something you believe has also contributed to your success having such a successful podcast? Yeah, it's it's really interesting because obviously, as you know, when you start your podcast, it can be harder to track than yes. everything else because, um, and I mean, we, we do clever things like put specific links in, in the middle of our podcast to see, you know, where people are coming from, um, but it can be trickier to track, uh, but it's only really this year that I've just noticed this massive compound effect of the podcast. I mean, I've always noticed that it's had a big impact and it's grown reach, but nowadays I would say every second person who, who is cold to me, who's finding me for the first time says, I found you through your podcast. Um, so the power of podcasting is just absolutely massive. Um, and it works if you work it like anything else. So if you show up for your podcast and you're really consistent with it, then you will find that, it's such an incredible generator of leads and it just fast tracks the process to purchase so quickly because people are getting the opportunity to get to know you so fast. Um, yes. And in doing that, you know, they, they get to know, like, and trust you really quickly. Oh, that's such good tips. And I really related to what you said, Ellie, like um, I remember the first six months I felt like it was, I felt like it was a bit in the trenches and I'm, cause I've been in business for a while. I was yeah. like, Oh, I don't like this feeling. Um, and then yes. it's really this year, having had it on air for nine months last year, that it really started to get traction. And I really said, like you said, people would say, I found you through your podcast and then they'd come and work with you. And um, it was almost like a pre-qualifier. And then, um, cause my husband does all the tech for the podcast. And he was like, when I would whinge about it, he's like, you know, just keep showing up and doing it every week, babe, we've got this. And I think if it wasn't for him pushing me along, I would have quit it last year because I was fed up and I was like, I could spend my time doing ads. This be more productive. And because that's my safe space, ads is what I do comfortably. Um, yes. Whereas podcasting is quite a big effort. So it is, it is definitely something the consistency is important, but giving it that chance to grow rather than thinking it has to grow leads straight away. Definitely, definitely. And it's, it's just, it's one of those things where, you will notice the the impact of somebody listening to a podcast, having listened to something that you say, it really speaking to them. The the rate to action is just so, so quick, especially yeah. if you're selling um, a lot of higher end programs as well. Definitely. Oh, lovely. Oh, look, Ellie, thank you so much for sharing your time today. I'm going to wrap us up because okay. I know from how much we chatted before we jumped on, we could talk all day. But um, yes. I do just want to say thank you so much for graciously coming on my podcast. I'm thrilled to have you. And I'm sure that my um, listeners have loved hearing your tips about, especially with your successful mastermind and now teaching us all to have one as well. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm really, really grateful. Uh, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It means the world pleasure and for all my listeners um, please check the show notes we'll have all the links for you to connect with ellie her podcast and of course her mastermind course as well um, and i will catch you the same time next week on the social circus 
Thanks so much for tuning in to The Social Circus. As your host, Sarah Thompson, I am thrilled that you've chosen to spend your time hanging out with me. I would be so grateful if you could spare an extra moment to go and leave me a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you even felt more excited, you could share my podcast with your friends who you think would get great value from it. Thanks so much again for tuning in.